Welcome to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. The Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series is dedicated to providing internet marketing education to physicians for better business development and overall patient communication. All right, welcome to Glacial Multimedia's podcast series. My name is Bethany, and I'm going to be taking over as host and moderator from Daryl Quinlan. Um, let's just start by going around the room and introducing ourselves for our topic today. Hannah Witten, Director of Client Services. Amanda Stacy, I'm a paid search specialist. Lucia Magno, I'm a product specialist. All right. And so we were recently given the opportunity to visit Google's headquarters in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, we went to a Women Will conference where we got the opportunity to take some classes with Google and learn about some things that particularly pertain to women's issues in the workplace and female empowerment. So this episode's going to be a little bit different than our traditional because we're going to be more reflecting on our experiences there. But just to start, um, how would you describe Glacial Multimedia's relationship with Google and how is it that we wound up being invited to this event? Yeah, so, um, you know, Candace is our rep, our AdWords rep. Um, she helps us with our paid search campaigns, um, you know, and anything really Google related that we need help with. Um, and she invited us. She's, you know, really strong um, empowered woman that wanted to you know empower us and glacial to uh to uh do better for what us you know women at the workplace perfect and then um just to kind of tail end that and bring up who our other speakers were for the day we had candace jordan our google rep there was also dewanchi bimani and then there was victoria nesson um um, Victoria Nesson is the CEO of Nesson Collation Associates, and then Dewanchi and Candice both work at Google. Um, so we covered a lot of topics of discussion throughout the day. Was there anything that really stuck out or seemed surprising? I think unconscious bias was something that was really surprising to me. Um, Victoria even said that there's this test that you can take. I think it's called the IAT test that you can take to kind of determine what your unconscious bias are. And it's related to um, sex and gender and also related to to race. And there's a lot of different tests that you can take. And it's kind of surprising to figure out where you fall in there. And to also learn more about the unconscious bias that you have, um, I sort of found that I had an unconscious bias towards women with children in the workplace, which is odd because I am a, a woman, but I do not have kids. So it's just a different perspective. So that was really interesting to me. Kind of to hop on that kids thing, what was interesting to me is that my children devalue me in the workplace, which is surprising right <laughs> to say the least um you know you know kids kids are great <laughs> make me feel you know bad about having a job yeah uh. it, it was interesting though because about the women with children they said that women with children make three to five percent less yeah for each per child, child. Yeah. and i have two and men make three <laughs> percent more right yeah yeah i actually there were a lot of topics that really stuck out to me, but what really uh, drove the point home was just how open and honest these 20 women were. We were all strangers for the most part, unless we worked together. Um, but everybody was really um, open to being vulnerable and talking about some really uncomfortable things. And I think that made the day and the time there um, really productive. All right. I agree. 
Yeah, and also to kind of draw on that, I think, too, just the fact that there were only about 20 women in the class was something I personally was surprised by. I was expecting several classes and hundreds of people and it being this really big event, but it really was a very intimate setting, like you mentioned. Um, In the past couple of weeks since the event, have you guys found yourself utilizing or applying anything that we learned throughout the day there? I know we learned a lot, but... One thing I stopped doing is saying sorry all the time oh, yes. that's what i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> no. I, i'm a habitual sorry sayer like i i needed to stop yeah i use <laughs> it in place of excuse me yeah. every yes. single day yeah. or yeah. just i don't know what else to yeah. say so i'm just like oh sorry yeah. sorry yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and when we touched upon that at the um conference the the one thing that she said was it makes you really think about what you're trying to say to a person yeah so instead of saying like i'm sorry I would end up being like, well, I feel bad that you feel this way. Yeah, Yeah, I think the most, like, simple version of that was you do feel apologetic for stepping on someone's toe, but it's still finding a better way to say it other than I'm sorry. Just more meaningful. Did I hurt you? Yeah, Yeah. and it becomes more meaningful just because we say sorry so much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And do you think there's any impact on... You know, do you think it's something that women tend to do more than men or is it, you know, do we just feel like we have to be apologetic for our behaviors? I know it's kind of a deep question, but (laughs) I think women apologize for more things than men that aren't in their control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Things completely out of our control. Right. All right. And kind of bringing it back to applications with glacial multimedia, I know there tends to be a discrepancy in the tech industry between the volume of men in the workplace and the volume of women in the workplace. And one thing we talked a lot about after the class was, you know, glacial kind of seemed to be the odd man out in that, um, so to speak, just because a lot of companies were saying, you know, they're one of 20 workers who's a female and we really have a pretty even spread Do you guys think that anything about the glacial culture contributes to that? Or, like, what's our secret there? I'm not really sure what the secret is, but I think that the higher level, like, the CEO of these larger companies may be a little bit older than Michael. And I think Michael has no bias towards any human being anywhere. So (laughs) I think that that really plays a big role in the the leadership being heavier on the female side and just yeah and he having empowers a us team. a little yeah. bit more you know he gives the leadership roles to more women you know not more but you know equally i would like to think that this is where the work industry workplace industry is going that it's gonna be more even or that we'll have ceos that are more open to the equality of men and women in the workplace more modern yeah Mm-hmm. I know we did hear a lot of horror stories about you know some larger corporations where there's a lot of issues with women kind of rising up to supervisors or you know VP positions and stuff. And I think that Glacial really stands out in that we really don't see any level of difference between gender. Um, if anything, it does seem to be a very skills-based company, and I think that's something that this class especially made us really, really appreciate. Um, The class has also touched a lot on different work styles and how to interact with people with different communication styles than we have. Does anyone really want to touch about on what they taught us and sort of maybe what we learned with regard to how we interact with each other in the workplace or even how we interact with our clients? 
Um, I actually think that one thing that you mentioned in the class really struck me and of something that I've been doing since is looking at the way that my clients are sending me emails or they, I have a handful of clients that I could write LOL to and smiley faces and 15 exclamation points and they mm-hmm. wouldn't care and they would probably do the same thing back. But it's also like other clients that maybe I don't speak to as frequently and just trying to see how they approach me and do they care how my weekend was and trying to give that back. So it's, it kind of goes back to learning about what their communication styles are. And that's the same thing within the office. Too. Yeah. And especially with this vertical, you know, medical, they're busy They're You know, some people just can't really reciprocate the way we can sometimes and take the time. Um, so yeah, like Hannah said, just kind of reciprocate what they do for sure. Um, I actually use the, um, the table that we got about the disc task, about how people are either tend to be more gravitate more towards people or tasks, and then they're either thinkers or, uh, decision makers, right? Yeah. Um, and that comes in handy when you have someone who, cause I'm more impulsive, I'm more like a think on your feet type of person. And I tend to make decisions fast, um, and it comes in handy to know that maybe people don't uh, learn or feel the same as me and to kind of think about how to approach them with an issue or a task. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I like the example basically of Bethany and I and where we fall and where each other's counterparts basically and help run the client management team. And I fall more into the same role as Lucia or more quick decision-making, fast-paced, task-oriented, whereas Bethany is like the complete opposite and is a little bit slower thinker, likes to look through everything first, um, very people-oriented versus task-oriented. So I think that finding people, finding out where people are, figuring out how to communicate with them, and then finding that proper balance is really cool. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it is interesting, too, just even from a hiring standpoint, making sure I was thinking that you have an even spread of those personality types because they were saying some of those slower, more analytical thinkers or more people that find themselves like in the finance world, for example, where it's going to be methodical looking into reports or crunching numbers and really moving slowly through the process to figure out what those trends are. And I think you see a really good spread of that here at Glacial just because, you know, we do have people that are supposed to be people oriented and really interfacing with clients. But we also have a lot of people that are very numeric and reading reports and crunching data and updating analytics, things like that. So it is interesting because it makes you realize we are going to have a really big spread of personality types within our company and some are going to clash and some are going to mesh. And it was just super valuable to figuring out who's going to work well together and how to work better with one another. And I think something worth examining in every workplace And then I just wanted to ask everyone, and this is, again, a little bit of a loaded question, but it was definitely a little bit of a loaded day. But do you think that being a a woman in the workplace means anything different from just being in the workplace? And kind of why do you think that? I might be a little naive, but I would like to think that being a woman in the workplace is no different than being a man in the workplace. It's just being in the workplace. Um, With that being said, I don't think that's how it is viewed today in society. Um, 
but I think it's definitely something that we should strive for is just being in the workplace, whether man, woman. Maybe this is just a bit more (laughs) introspective because I have kids is I have to work harder. I feel like I have to work harder to make myself known and make myself seen, Um, you know, and and that that's a heavy burden. Um, You know, that's just my opinion. Maybe it's, you know, wrong. And that's just something that I need to deal with internally. But that's just my thought on it. I mean, as a younger female leader here, I feel like I have to try harder to hold my authority than a male figure would have to. Um, and it's it's a hard balance of not being a complete B-word and <laughs> still, you know what I mean, still right. being liked, but getting the job done, getting people to do their jobs and keeping us all focused. And I think I think there is still a difference. Yeah. I think there's less so at Glacial, yeah. but with the other women that we spoke with at those other companies, it oh, was yeah. very clear that That's in huge. larger corporate environments... There is a difference of being in the workplace and being a woman in the workplace. And I also think it's apparent, like, what you just said, just because you're uh, authoritative and stern, you automatically feel like someone is going to make you seem like the B word. Yeah. Where (laughs) if... And this is what we talked about. was like, (laughs) this is what... Uh, we talked about with how men don't feel that way and people don't see them that way. When they're authoritative and concise, people think, oh, what what a good leader. Where women, they think nasty thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same thing, I think, with like what Amanda's talking about. Like, she has kids. You were late this morning because you had, a, you had to take your kids to a doctor's yeah. appointment. <laughs> and that's fine. But I think that we would see if a male were to come in late to take their kids to an appointment and be like oh good for you you're such yeah, a good dad yeah. you're a great parent yeah. but for amanda we're like whatever yeah <laughs> see you at 10 yeah. um so i think that still that still rings pretty true and i think that's part of the unconscious bias i was talking about earlier too yeah and it definitely seemed like a recurring theme throughout the day that you know actions speak differently based on that and that's something definitely interesting to take away from it but also a little scary and something to combat for sure. Um, and then I just wanted to follow up with one final question, a little bit broader, but what stuck out to you the most about the conference that we attended? I like the camaraderie that kind of everybody had. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Everyone was like on each other's yeah, team and yeah. really wanted to like hear more. Like, yeah, like can you tell go. me more yeah. about what you were talking about earlier, like during lunch and breaks and stuff? Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Or even to the fact that after this conference, we've had like an email chain where everyone's been introducing themselves, kind of giving a little more of a personal background um, and asking like a need and a want, which was kind of the focus of the conference was what do you need out of this and what are you going to give to this? Um, So I think it's cool how we stay close. Mm -hmm. We made friends. Then I guess personally, one thing that really struck out to me was just, you know, the value of having mentors and sponsors in a workplace. And I think that really goes for any professional anywhere is just making sure that you have someone that can help you in your career, whether inside or outside of your company. And just how important it is sort of if that's the type of person you are and really want to develop just to get as many viewpoints and as many allies as you can because sometimes it is a little difficult to stick it out alone. And I think a lot of the day really rang true to that, that it's very important to have a support system, even in the workplace, 
outside of the workplace, wherever you are. Um, yeah, to me, it sounded like the mentor was someone external. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, we could use Candace, for mm-hmm. instance, yeah. if we needed someone external, but then internal finding someone in the company to be your sponsor. So they basically said, if you're not in the room, that you know that that person's going to say nice things about you. Yeah, that person's going to have your back no matter what. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, So I guess to wrap it up, I think we can all say that we learned a lot and that the experience was really valuable and just even the partnership with Google really seems to keep growing and keep giving us really good opportunities to learn and adapt our staff. We didn't have anyone else here today, but they also had a really great conference and series of classes on management and thing. We had the opportunity to send um, different members of our staff to. And I think just in general, it's really vital for us to just keep growing as a team. And that's exactly what we intend to do. Definitely. I also thought it was really nice that I was able to bond with you guys when we went to. I see Bethany every day, all day. Um, But it was still, it's still good to like learn more about the people that you work with. Like you guys sit upstairs and we're downstairs. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I know this was a little bit of a different topic and not so much oriented around any of our services or things that we've been learning about, but important all the same because you're going to interact with a lot of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we really appreciate your time and hope that you give it a listen and continue to keep checking in with our podcast series. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. For more information in regards to future podcasts or services discussed, please visit www.glacial.com or call us at 207-878-5900.